Welcome to Oddboy, true tales and real gay stories of someone just like you. Well, maybe just a little more odd. Oh yeah, I'm gay as fuck. Now, where was I? Oddboy, part four, Gage. There's an old saying, the only constant is change. I mean, there's the other one. The only constant is death and taxes. Or so our $100 bill president once spouted. I, for one, always had a hard time embracing change, whether that was moving from one place to another, the coming and going of friends and family, or the random hookups filtering through my door at all hours of many evenings. Then one day, I accepted it into my life. I almost, oddly, take comfort in its looming presence and inevitability. Change is the one thing I find I can count on. A constant, accountable, ever-present friend that rears its head often unwarranted, usually unwarranted, but sometimes for good. Friends are wonderful, if you can find them, but we all too often find ourselves only looking out for ourselves. Family can be finicky, co-workers flighty. Even our television shows or podcasts that you enjoy come and go, get cancelled. If you are unwilling to be let down in this world, I have nothing but sympathy for you. So does this mean we believe fate is the guide? We throw up our hands and allow the world to come at us with every bit of depraved difference, impermanence, and swiftly ebbing tide it can? I don't. I don't let it. I refuse to let it. No matter how many days I'll look in the mirror and like or not like what I see staring back at me, I accept me. And I accept whatever problem, celebration, or unexpected dalliance that comes trotting my way with open arms. Now, where was I? Last time I was with you, Gage and I finally got to begin fulfilling some fantasies. And then a garage door made that fantasy come crashing down. Oh shit, Gage exclaimed. Someone's home. I was in shock and not quite sure what should happen. I sprang up off the couch, still in a slight fog from the little bottle I held tightly in my left hand. Gage quickly rushed to our clothing, strewn about the floor, and I only heard one thing. Go to the hot tub, I'll I'll meet you out there. I found myself covering myself up. Little good it did, as I was still rock solid from the intense pleasure Gage was performing between my cheeks, with what I'm now convinced was a magic tongue. I had questions. Who do you think it is? Should I go out like this? Do I need a towel? None of them seemed to matter. 
especially to Gage, who had gathered the clothing so fast it felt like sorcery. So I felt that asking now would be an inconvenience. Gage ran to a door in the hallway, I gather was the way into the basement, and threw everything down the dark descending pathway, but held tight to his underwear, and then quickly slipped them on one leg, then the other. I was still frozen. I... I managed to get out. He rushed toward me, still with panic on his chiseled face, but when he reached me, it transformed into a grin. He leaned his head down and forward and kissed me, hard. So intensely it rivaled the brown bottle's power of euphoria. He then said, I cannot wait to continue that, but babe, I need you to go to the hot tub. If that's Dean, this will be weird enough. I'd rather you be removed from whatever this is, so go now. I'll grab everything and meet you out there. You'll be fine. Trust me. Everything I had wondered suddenly was answered. I handed him the bottle. Here, I said. He pushed it back. Nope, that's yours. You're going to be needing it. And gave me a wink. And one more kiss, then shoved me toward the hallway. I heard a car door slam, which made me rush faster towards the darkened hall and began to hear bottles clinking from the dimly lit kitchen as I did. Naked, and still recovering from every bit of the last few minutes, making my way past the strewn patio furniture, I struggled with the lid of the hot tub, unable to figure out the mechanism to unlatch it, somewhat adrenaline-caused, and some due to the inability to see, but eventually got the rain-soaked lid off. The yard was wet, as it had begun to sprinkle yet again. The only assistance was the cast of light from a neighboring yard's garage lamp, which allowed me to find the light button on the hot tub. I pressed it with hesitance, of which it lit in bright blue glory, allowing a little more ambience to my outside nook of current hiding. The cement patio pad housed the tub farther back from the house before hitting a modest patch of grass cut into by a wooden fence separating the plots of condos. An overhang cascaded above of what I presume was old tin sheets from the pinging music the raindrops echoed into the dark. I saw the on button and pressed it, which began a deep hum and whir sound culminating in a quick slurry of bubbles and waves in front of me. It was a hint chilly, so I hopped in and embraced the hot temperatures careening over my body. I could feel my skin redden, but I didn't care. It felt safer than standing nude at the end of a patio, twenty feet from a door that held a mystery now to me. I wasn't sure would end well for anything Gage and I had been wanting for planning. His mouth pressing into me, eating me out as he was, was truly erotic. I hadn't been that satisfied in so long. And if that is what he was able to do in a few minutes, it barely being past one now, I couldn't fathom what a night-long session with him would be. But every bit of me, and the pre-cum still dripping from my engorged cock, wanted to find out. But if this was... What did he say? Dean his ex, and can only imagine this fever dream 
would only be something I needed to wake up from. Maybe it was Trent. He said he was leaving the bar at three-ish, though, so this made no sense. Still grasping the bottle of poppers, and feeling silly about it, I bent out of the heated warmth, now making me begin to sweat, and placed them on a cinder block jutting out from the bottom of the tub which it was placed on. Leaning back in, I had nothing to do but sit, and wait. My phone was in my jacket. I was absolutely bare without the option of grabbing clothing as they were now tossed into a basement I knew nothing about. I guess I was fulfilling my end of the bargain. No clothing for the rest of the night. I'll forgive Gage for returning his underwear to his body. Circumstance aside, though, it was actually a crime to cover up any part of that body. It felt like hours. But what else was I to do? The water being my only safe haven and bit of comfort in this derailing moment. I did end up sitting on the edge a few times as I got too warm. I moved a couple times to different areas, allowing my body to be massaged in different parts, the nozzles giving me a static feeling but soothing pressure release. My eyes always lingered on the door. Little good it did, as it was only shadows. When would it open? Who would walk out? Would Gage come soon? Was he having a verbal altercation explaining himself? The water's rumble cast out any sound I might hear, so no eavesdropping could happen unless I moved closer, which I dared not. Beyond obtrusive yelling, or gunshots, I was forced to use the only sense I had left, which in this misty, witching hour was menial at best. So I embraced what I could, and found myself repeating exactly how the evening began. Waiting. But this time... I admit, I wasn't just nervous. I was scared. A streak of light appeared on the patio as the door swung open with a ferocity I hadn't expected. Oh fuck, I thought. This was it. I breathed in, then held. It was going to be Gage, either downtrodden, sneaking out to grab me, or maybe just as horny as I had left him. Or what if it was his ex, this Dean? Would he be furious? Kick me out? Maybe he'd be understanding. I mean, I was just the bystander. This may have been what I wanted, but it sure as shit wasn't how I envisioned this evening to go. It could just be Trent or... Oh, wait. What if it was my sister? She, she did have my location on her phone. That would be the weirdest moment of my life. How would I explain the evening and how I ended up 15 miles away in the middle of the night? I heard muffled voices over the water's bubbling orchestra. I couldn't tell if it was jovial or angry. But just as I was at the peak of my fight or flight, a familiar silhouette appeared in front of me, carrying a pile of towels, balancing a bottle of tequila with his chin. Gage. My heart uncompressed so fast I think I grew faint. But just as suddenly, another figure appeared behind and shut the door. This one unclear, as the door shut very quickly with a thud. Then bare footsteps were heard running up quickly behind Gage, now almost to me. I braced, but then... Well, looks like you two had enough tequila then to shed all the layers. 
was heard coming from behind Gage, to which a pair of basketball shorts flung up my head quickly, and a stark naked Trent appeared at the edge of the hot tub as he veered around Gage, now lit by the ambient glow of the blue water's light. I was staring, very much staring. Trent, not erect at all, was what the world knows as a shower. He was now fully disrobed and every bit the visage I had imagined at the bar waiting patiently for Gage to arrive. Sorry, babe, Gage piped in as he set down the towels on the step up to get in and then disrobed the underwear again. He was only half erect now, but still hefted across his thigh as he entered the blue heated swill. We got to talking and Trent had a few shots to catch up. <laughs> Thought we could all get in the hot tub for a while and then, um, he paused and looked at me. Trent interjected. Go our merry ways. Yeah, yeah, just don't scream so loud I can actually get some good drunken sleep, please. I was so confused and shocked by it all. I realized I hadn't said a word yet. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, you all good? I thought you said you weren't home until later. Holy shit, tell him the story, Gage chided, then took a swig out of the tequila bottle I had pulled and then handed it to me. This is crazy. Looks like maybe we should have stayed for a little bit, like you said. So, the drunken asshole, the one that came in with an already open PBR can? Yeah, not the problem. That other couple? Sitting in the booth? Yeah, I said. I thought she was a goner with that pile of Cosmo glasses in front of her. <laughs> so did I, but she wanted to leave without him. I think they were on a first date or something themselves. They ended up getting into a huge, and when I say huge, I mean... Second coming of Christ just announced the new limited iPhone, Taylor Swift tickets in your hometown on sale, huge fight. She stormed out. Then PBR guy came over and tried to talk to the guy, but since he was just stood up, he wasn't in the mood, and started picking a drunken fight with him. He ended up pushing him out the fucking window. Through the fucking window. Thank God the other couple was gone or they would have ended up in the water. I was shocked. I had totally read the situation earlier then, but didn't expect he would have been so aggravated at rejection. God, I hate straight people, I said. W what did you do? I handed Trent the bottle. He grabbed it with fervor and took another swig. Well, <clears throat> I politely asked him to leave before I called the cops, and he didn't like that. Started into me, calling me not just faggot, but every other euphemism in the book started taking a swing at me, but I pulled the fire alarm because I didn't know what else to do, and that sent him running. I shook my head. I kept trying to not ogle the two amazing guys in front of me. I was ridiculously hard. No fucking way. How, how was the other guy that got sent through the window? Was he hurt? Trent took a second swig that went down the wrong tube. He coughed and continued. <coughs> well, I went to check on him, and he had scrammed from the place. I, I would have too. I mean, he wasn't in trouble, but the other dumbass left his card on the table. I dealt with the police quick and gave them the card, and then the fire department, when they arrived, said they were going to board up the place, so I called the owner and I told her I was done for the night. I looked at Gage, who had already clearly heard the story. He was massaging various muscles in the heat of the water now. His face was beginning to sweat his hair becoming strings from the moisture rising. 
I couldn't believe he had somehow become even sexier, and suddenly realized after the shock of it all, when we were done in this hot tub, I was going to get to be with this boy, like we had wanted. How, where, I didn't know, nor did I care. Something then shed all the anxiety I had had that evening, and I leaned back and held up my hand for the bottle from Trent. Ooh, she gonna go wild? No clothing to shed, but I'll still take that dance. He stuck his tongue out and shook his body rhythmically. His lower body under the water blurred, but the outline of his member very prominent in the water as his legs were spread in his corner. I laughed. Well, wouldn't that just be lucky you then? I grabbed the bottle and took a swig. You scared the hell out of us. We had no idea what the hell was going on. Oh, he already got a major chewing out, Gage said, then motioned to drink, then reached for it. I took a swig, and Trent said, Yeah, right after you were eaten out. I spat the mouthful in cartoon fashion out of my mouth so hard it sprayed both of them. They both erupted in laughter, and I coughed and joined. Holy shit, how dare you tell him that? They were close, clearly. I guess I should have expected as much from these two. The camaraderie was clearly tight. It was rare. Kinda sexy. Well, <laughs> Gage said still laughing. <laughs> I guess I misjudged him using his private entrance, you idiot. Why wouldn't you just go to your room? Uh, idiot. Who had my keys that has the one key I need to use that private entrance? Oh, fuck. Gage laughed again, taking the bottle from me. I guess we did skip over that part. <laughs> you didn't go to my house? Trent aptly reminded Gage last time he showed up unannounced to his place in the middle of the night. He was met by his sister in a fever of fright, nearly dousing him with pepper spray. The next hour was truly hilarious and kind of sexy. It was great suddenly not feeling pressure of time, pressure of conforming to any idea of what was wanted. I knew what was wanted, what was going to be had. And at the end of the day, I was sitting naked in a hot tub with a bottle of some of the most delicious tequila and two painfully scorching, beautiful guys I had just met. One was truly a hostess with the mostest, a swagger and inviting demeanor that is too a rarity among the plethora of scene gaze, hoity gaze, outlier gaze, and every other varietal we put upon ourselves. And Gage, the guy I had so many thoughts over the course of today, an enigma himself, and was concealing a depth I hadn't even begun to dive into. He kept glancing at me and just smiled. I admit, there was a wish that I lived around here. In another world, a, a parallel universe, I would have tried to give it a go with this guy. Who knows, maybe one day I would. But we would see how the night went. There was still so much more to do tonight. Trent got out, announcing himself to go use the restroom. He lifted himself unbashful from the tub onto the ledge, his cock full,
trotting up from between his legs as he paused at the crest. He gave a big exhale, fanning himself from the heat. He must have really had to go, because he was full mast. One thing to say about Trent, he was definitely a cliché of an Italian man, uncircumcised and thick. I think I stared a second too long, because Trent said, I know, sorry, I am just not shy. I garbled, oh, oh, shit, no, no, <laughs> I, I wasn't bothered, excuse my stare, I'm truly just spacing out, I'm full-fledged drunk now. <laughs> well, that was the point, mister. <laughs> I'll be right back. And he flitted across the damp, cool cement again, his round ass wagging as he went. Staring at other boys, Gage crossed the water with a surge and came upon me, his arms on either side of me. I would be jealous, but I get it. I am very almost ready to leave here. I am so fucking hard right now. He took my hand under the water and guided it to him. He was just as bit hard as we were after playing cards. He kissed me again, his amazing tongue flicking and working my mouth perfectly, the cool tequila taste swirling between us. Where did you put the poppers? I bent and reached around to the cinder block where they were housed again. The bottle had cooled in the night air and was covered in dew. I leaned back over and gave them to him. Oh, they aren't for me. He opened the cap and put it under my nostril. With Big Babe, we're going to use our alone time. I huffed, the feeling almost instant. The world faded to fuzz and warmth. My libido shot exponentially, and I stared blankly and passionately at the man in front of me. He put the cap back on, holding the bottle in his hand, and propped himself on his forearms around me. He nudged his thighs under mine again to press his member directly against my hole. I wanted him to push it inside me so bad. My world was fogged and spinning in delirious ecstasy. He kissed my mouth and around my neck, taking his time, making me vocalize minuscule moans into the cool night air. His hand began to caress my nipple lightly playing with it. That sent me into mild shaking, my body uncontrollably turned on. I writhed from the foreplay. He bent into my ear and said, I'm gonna fuck you so hard, baby. I cannot wait to be in that perfect, tight little hole of yours. You want me to do that? I, barely able to think, managed an uh-huh, and turned my head to look at him, locking lips once again to kiss uncontrollably. Ahem, <coughs> rang right next to us, and Trent began to slide gently back in, his cock still fully erect. How long had he been standing there? I suddenly became so embarrassed as the fog began to clear, Oh, fuck. I, sorry, that is so rude. <laughs> Trent just laughed and brushed it aside. 
<laughs> Don't apologize. It was kinda hot. He's been doing that all night, Gage interjected. Relax, handsome. He has no room to talk. He's usually the one that has the rando in a perpetual lip lock all evening. And I have to deal with it. Gage didn't move. He held his ground. I remembered him saying that he and Trent went for the same guys. That Gage was maybe jealous sometimes. Maybe that's why this was his posture. His claiming. Mimicking that over-affectionate display of constant contact in the bar, waving that in Trent's face. Or maybe I was thinking too much again. Oh, I see. I'm just another rando, I said to Gage, who turned to me, and they both laughed. <laughs> not with an ass like that. Not rando or random at all. Just perfect. In fact, stand up. Turn around. I want to see it. And this one needs to gawk. I was just drunk enough. I only thought about it momentarily. My guard now completely gone, and what was left of my shame was washed away by euphoria juice. So I stood. I watched them both eye me as the water dripped down me like a reverse baptism. Feeling the cold night air rush over my body, I turned. Fuck, dude. Squat much? Jesus Christ. I laughed. I hate leg day, I retaliated back. Tried dancing for ten years and talked to me then. Ooh, she's feisty too. Fuck. Jealous. I wasn't sure who that was to. Myself, for owning a butt he seemingly admired. Or to Gage, knowing what was going to happen as soon as we left this hot tub steam and ambient hue. Gage suddenly said something I wasn't prepared for. All night had been a singular event in my head. But suddenly, I was thrust into a conversation I didn't know was even on the table. Hey babe, what do you think if Trent joined us? My heart suddenly began beating twice the speed. I whirled back down into the water, turning back toward them. I read their faces, trying to see what they were saying non-vocally. Trent seemed just as shocked as I was, his mouth agog, and his eyes darting back and forth, and Gage looked only at me. I assume trying to read what my face was saying. I don't know how good I was at hiding my surprise, but I was trying in my inebriated state to hide as much as I could. Oh, um, I guess I hadn't thought that was a thing. I, I, is that something you're wanting? The tub's gurgling was the only noise for a few seconds. It felt like years, but more so awkward. So I added, oh, gosh, that's not, that came out wrong. I, I clearly... Yes, I, I mean, you both are fucking sexy. I, I just didn't know. Have, have you two done this before? Gage shook his head no, and I looked to Trent. He gave a swift head shake and said, This one doesn't like to share. Gage retorted, Neither do you. But I think this one is going to be enough for both of us. He claims he can go all night. 
I don't want to disappoint, so what do you say? I'm game if I get first round, or should I say few rounds? And while I recoup, Trent can take over, baby, and we'll get to kiss. You can show me how you can deep throat, and you can still be getting fucked and filled. I think I'll like watching that, watching you enjoy. I'll know what you look like when I fuck you. Probably better than this guy. Trent chortled and retaliated. Uh, <laughs> game on, fucker. Are you okay with that, dude? I mean, I truly won't be feelings hurt at all. This was your night. Gage handed me the bottle, and I sat silent. I didn't know what to think. I, I guess the romantic side of me wanted just Gage to see what the feeling was to enjoy a guy alone all night like this, but, but sitting in this hot tub? Seeing these two perfect statuesque gods look at me like I was an equal, and they wanted me? I just felt as wanted and cared for in any case. I had done group stuff before. I, I wasn't worried or bashful about that. I guess I was just recalibrating. Recalibrating the thoughts I had in my head. I then realized, what the fuck was I thinking for? Yeah. Uh, I can take you both. <laughs> I dare you to make me ask for a break. I think the hot tub got 10 degrees warmer. Instantly. Hmm. Huff, babe, Gage said. And when this high falls, we're gonna take you to the basement. That king bed's still down there, right? And that stereo in that room? Definitely is, Trent said. He stood up, his cock above the water and coming toward me. I couldn't believe this was about to happen. Trent sat next to me, and I opened the bottle. I sniffed and relaxed into the feeling once more. Gage leaned in and gave me the softest kiss. He stared into my eyes, as if giving me permission for the rest of the night, or rather releasing me to enjoy another person as well. He smiled and gestured to Trent now on the other side. I turned to him and felt Gage's hand reach down to my cock while Trent leaned in, and for the first time this night, he suddenly became nervous, and he hesitated. Uh, thanks for including me, mister. I felt deeper into euphoria as I felt the bottle press into my nostril again. Trent had pressed the bottle up. I think this is going to be a really good night, he said. Sniffing in once more, since it was suddenly being asked of me to double down, I relaxed into the moment further, giving in to anything I thought the night was going to be, and understanding these two had me. I felt secure and fucking horny. I reached my hand across the water and felt down Trent's chest. He was solid and defined, a little less than Gage but every bit as sexy. I reached down to his cock, and he let out a moan, to which he then kissed me, finally, with the gentleness and emotion I hadn't felt in a very long time. Somehow, 
His passion and joy was released through his lips into mine. The enjoyment of the moment, the emotional seduction, and intent clear. I suddenly realized I had the best of both worlds on either side of me. A doer who has the drive and charisma to make things happen hard and fast, who was stroking me, and the current being wrapped around my lips could light up a room when he entered, and would allow for my enjoyment to ring paramount, all while causing so much pleasure it should be banned and illegal. Our lips separated. Yeah, it will be, I said. Gage plowed deeper and deeper. The mattress firmly pressed into my face where all I could do was not bite into it with moans of sheer rapture. The bedroom was cool, and the lights were low. A blue bandana gently laid over a lamp to create a hue of light. Club music played softly, but the only thing that mattered was how deep Gage had gotten inside of me. It had to have been at least an hour since we started. I couldn't tell. I didn't care. Holy shit. Fuck. I pleaded, begged, moaning, subliminally asking for it to go harder. Gage obliged. His thick cock drove itself into my channel, setting off signal after signal of static sensation rippling through my body. I convulsed uncontrollably from the manic glee I was currently experiencing. I had no perception of how long this had been going on. It didn't feel like I was in my body. I felt elsewhere. All I felt was him and me. Trent lay beside me, his smooth, warm skin pressed against mine. Damn, you can take it, he said to me. I can't wait to feel you, stud. He held the bottle up again for me, and I whiffed and felt the brain melt again, and my hole loosen, thus allowing Gage to pummel faster and faster, deeper and deeper. All the while, I still was having a hard time believing in this reality. I begged to never let it end. I could be there forever, allowing this cock to stay inside me until the world stopped turning. As if the thoughts were allowed, Gage said, I don't know, dude. You may never get in here. It's, it's too good. Fuck. Gage slowed and bent across my back. I felt the sweat from his stomach, mixed with the sweat that was on my back, and he told me to lay down on my stomach. His member released from me, and he turned me over and lifted my legs to slide under me to missionary position, and he very quickly reclaimed his hole, filling me with himself again. Trent passed the lube, but Gage pushed it away. He allowed a pool of spit to drop down from his mouth and felt it hit the rim of me where Gage was entering. The slick slowly surrounded the area, friction now a complete memory, and all that was left was Gage and me 
and Trent watching, stroking my bare chest as he stroked himself. Gage leaned forward and I blurred. Sweat. I remember the passion, the heat, the perfect sensation of how one should feel while having amazing, gripping, dominating, fluid, carnal sex. We were dripping, covered in head to toe, in the solid layer of earned liquid. His body was slick and hard to grip, as was mine. It somehow added to the perfection. It made it raw, animal. He laid on top of me, my legs wrapped around his thighs as I gripped his ass with one hand, guiding and leading his thrusts, egging him on for more. My other hand grabbed deep onto his broad shoulders to brace myself, struggling to remain connected with the layer of slick, but I held tight. I wasn't going to let go. I never wanted it to end. Gage pummeled himself in and out of me, with a fierce power probing me into more and more ecstasy, the kinetic energy slightly moving the mattress, and Trent to my side. I could only imagine his thoughts. I also wondered how he was going to feel. Just like this? Slower? More seductive? Even better? That felt impossible, but I couldn't wait to see. Over and over, Gage gave himself to me, slowing, then picking up speed. He moaned and yelled now and then, gripping me tight around my torso and pelvis, guiding me into him. His head bending, craving to kiss me hard. I would drag my lips down his neck, which elicited him to moan. So I kissed harder, inciting yells. He followed in returning the favor. My tongue danced around his chest, shoulders, neck, tasting the salty liquid. He continued to pound, gripping my hips and taking me as his own, having me how he wanted and exactly how I wanted. I began to grind harder and harder into him, opening further and clenching tight from inside, which made him grunt in tones of satisfaction. He pumped his waist, supporting himself by his knees, now creating a rhythm of pure bliss on my insides, and his length slid in and out. He would stop now and then for breath, but he continued to pleasure me. He stuck his middle and ring finger into me, thrusting in and out, lifting me up by my hole, his other hand supporting the small of my back. He shook his fingers inside of me fast and violent, the lower half of me quivering in quick vibrations. I yelled in elation. Trent was there to offer more from the brown bottle always. I grabbed his cock and stroked the smooth, lubed, and ready member. I could tell he wanted inside of me too. He wanted his turn. I kissed him and said, I dare you to beat this, he retorted. I'll fucking try. Almost makes me want to bottom. We all laughed. Gage slid himself back into me, still hosting a finger or two. I couldn't be sure. My head reeled from overload. 
This was too much. This was too good. I prayed for morning to never come. Fuck, this is... I said. Perfect, Gage finished for me. He leaned in for another kiss so deep I was positive I was going to choke on his tongue. Trent said, This is really hot. Holy fucking shit. Gage smiled. You aren't going to believe this, dude. It's insane. I felt so close to coming over and over again. Gage's cock felt molded to my cavity. He hit every nerve exactly as it should. My prostate sang in elation, begging for my balls to drain. I withheld it, though. I focused on Gage and on Trent, on the sweat, on the feeling of a cock pounding me. Gage would slow, and we just look at each other, shaking our heads in disbelief, forehead to forehead, exhausted, draws of breath filling our chests, then rising and falling together. Desire taking hold, Gage still inside of me, our heat rising to boiling point as we'd smile at each other, signaling like a pistol to start the pummeling race over. Tasting the depths of his mouth was an out-of-body experience by itself. Kissing his sweet skin and him mine, all while he relentlessly battered me into the bed without remorse, into a puddle of moaning bliss. Trent would lean in for a kiss and continue to stroke me as I did him when Gage's actions allowed. I accepted gladly. This pattern repeated itself over and over and over. From the relentless pummels his hips delivered, the words out of my mouth kept begging more. I looked at Trent and looked down at his dick and raised my eyebrows. After him giving another huff to me, Trent leaned his pelvis across my face and fed me his cock. The taste of him was sweet and full as my mouth adjusted to the thickness, and eventually my throat. His precum was heavenly, coating me to allow it to fully envelop my mouth. I presume for the first time between them, whether the heat of the moment, this wasn't the point at this moment. I felt Gage lean down while his fucking slowed, and Trent tensed as Gage's mouth met Trent's hole. Trent was very much enjoying every minute, and popped the bottle to his nose and enjoyed being pleasured by the two of us, while I gave myself to Gage, and Gage gave every bit of himself to me. Trent unbridled, and Gage finally couldn't take it anymore. His torso firmly pressed into mine. He continued his ravenous onslaught, dominating me again with carnal need, faster than before, with more force. I felt his firm stomach and chest tighten against mine, his rippling abs and chiseled pectoral hugged against me in the most sensual way, as they slid between our bodies' wetness, making me pre-cum even more. I felt the strong safety in his arms surrounding me with each surging thrust. I wanted to touch all of him, taste all of him, feel every millimeter of him, 
I noticed he would seem to climax, and when I thought he may have, he just seemed to go harder. It was so damn raw and perfect. I would push in farther, driving deeper still, making sure I was taking all of him, feeling the base of his shaft against my hole. It was as if we could tell what the other needed at any moment, and delivered it unabated. My head spun. I couldn't see straight. The euphoria was heaven. He pulled me close in, continuing. I needed him to hold me, embrace me, fuck me. I've got to be dreaming, I have to be, I said, unable to believe this level of pleasure existed. He suddenly went even harder, as if it was a call to action, a metaphoric challenge to see if I could be fucked awake, as I yelled in bliss. Luckily, waking up never happened. He backed off from my torso, now delivering thrusts from his hips. He took in my body with his gaze, and I his, a smile spreading widely across his face. He let out sounds of need and content whispered cursings at sensations I'd send him. Some parts of his hair had fallen to his forehead, plastered to it, as if he had just come up from underwater. I took in his long torso. This man truly was everything. I caught glimpses of his cock penetrating me as it rocked in and out, issuing me unbearable pleasure. He held my thighs as he rammed himself faster still. My body bounced from the power back and forth. Trent came and sat behind me, his cock now laying next to my ear. I turned and I kissed it, licking, as the back of my head ricocheted against his pelvis while Gage penetrated. Oh fuck, Gage. God, yes, don't stop. He pummeled, barely breathing, clenching his teeth and moaning. A final pound that shot pure intoxication to my brain rammed into me. He held it, burying himself so deep, I screamed. God! Unreal. Have you come yet? I said to Gage. He looked up at me and laughed so hard, I thought he was about to get angry. Then, he brought his hands to his face, swiping down some of the sweat, and then blew a droplet from his lip. You've made me blow three times. Maybe more. I unclenched. What? I exclaimed and began laughing with him. No fucking way. <laughs> I smacked his chest. I have been holding off because I wanted to make sure you got off. <laughs> he shook his head, still reeling. I've never done that. Continuously. You got me going so much. I just stay hard. I don't ever want to stop, ever, but I... F holy fuck. Tap in, Trent. Like a shot, Trent stood. Fuck yes. With pleasure. Gage went out of the bedroom for a second. I assumed to grab a towel. And I looked to the bedside table while Trent went to the corner of the room for a moment, fixing some of the sound from the music. My phone lit up. A text from my ex ran across my notifications. 
I grimaced. I want nothing to do with him at this moment. Still, a glutton for punishment, we all now know I can take. I picked up my phone and read. Hey, so I know you said you wouldn't, but did you think about what I said? We can make this work. I don't want to move. And I think we can figure it out. I hope you're having fun with your family. I do and will always love you. The live-in ex-boyfriend wanted to get back together. Prior to me departing for this journey to the coast, he had brought up the fact. We were still sharing the same bed in the same apartment. The same sexless, cold bed we'd endured for months while we tried to sort ourselves out. He told me, as I wheeled my luggage toward the door, I still love you, and I want to make this work. Can we just say we're together again? I didn't answer directly, just saying. I can't right now. I'm just not there. But let's talk when I get back, if that's okay. I, I just don't want to deal with this over the weekend, okay? Have a good Thanksgiving. And I walked out the door. It sounds cold, but it was more warm than what he would have offered me in that moment. How he had offered me every moment prior in the four years we had been happily partnered. And in the moment, I caught him cheating, and he tried to blame me for his choices. Setting my phone back on the bedside table, I asked, How do you want me? Trent said, Doggy first. I want to eat you out for a second. Gage re-entered with a towel rubbing his head. Good choice, he said, and then laid down next to me. His bare feet were cold from the tile brushing against my skin as he maneuvered under me. His cock pressed onto my face. Yeah, you're going to be getting this nonstop. You can go to like 10-ish tomorrow, right? That's another six hours, if that's any enticement. I shook my head, trying to alleviate all of my own ex-woes out of my head, in an emphatic yes, as Trent bent down and began eating me out after an abrupt spit on my upright ass, followed by a tongue deep inside me. In this bed, lying between two of the hottest guys, I didn't care about what was going on at home. Covered in... I wasn't even sure was what my ass warm and tingling. My bottle euphoria was coming down, I think. I was coming down. And I could suddenly feel the sexual nature of it all. The connection. I maneuvered slowly down Gage's torso, offering gentle kisses and creeping my tongue out to taste just enough to send me and him spiraling once more. I felt myself stiffen against my stomach. I swallowed Gage down to his base while he let out a visceral moan. Fuck, I don't know how you do that. I caught a look they gave each other. Trent got up from his tongue filling and stood behind me and said, I'll call my guy. He'll come over too. He's cute. Oh, Josh? Yeah, he is, Gage said. You down for three of us, baby? Releasing my throat from Gage, I inhaled, 
and all I said was, fuck yes. While Trent slid himself inside me, what suddenly felt deeper than the previous two hours Gage had been working me. I felt I was about to scream to stop, but then it felt good. It felt better than good. I leaned back onto him, forcing him even so slightly deeper, feeling that pressure grow and subside again. Suddenly, that familiar bottle was pressed on my nose again, one nostril, then another, compressed. I heard, deep breath, babe, we're just getting started. Good boy, I heard from behind me as his pulsing into me began once again. They both felt so fucking good. Oh, Josh is huge, by the way. So we're gonna have to make sure you're ready. Oh, you're so fucking tight. He let loose, pummeling what I suddenly realized wasn't mine anymore. Not until that sun rose. You're the first one's to complain about that, I felt the hit release fully over my body, and I melted once more. I couldn't control it. I wanted it. They chuckled at my statement, and Gage slid a little further down to the side so my chest was on his. I heard that bottle pop, and Gage huff as I faded farther into pleasure. Then he offered me another small one the pounding forcing my body once again to jolt back and forth on him now, stomach to stomach, feeling every rippled inch Trent prodded into me. The sweat felt sensual again, and even more earned. I could barely believe this was real. I didn't want it to end. I felt a hand on my chin pulling my face toward Gage, and he kissed me, gently, he meant this one. It felt like it. Poppers aside, there was something different in it. The intention. He pulled back. I stared into his eyes, watching him slowly feel the warming pleasure take him over. I felt him grow hard against me. He leaned into my ear. You're an odd one. From the second you opened your mouth tonight, I loved it. You're gonna be trouble. He backed away and then decided to come back in with those soft lips once more. I needed to pee, unfortunately. It was 6 a.m. now, Josh was on his way, and I had enjoyed both of these two all night every way imaginable. It was quite possibly the perfect evening. I looked in the mirror as I splashed water on my face again and washed my hands. My hole was mildly sore, but that's par for the course if you claim to be a gay man no matter the situation. I looked a little tired and spent, but thank God again for that low lighting. I looked at my body I began comparing myself to them. I felt inferior. I didn't think I matched what they were. I didn't see it. Yet they apparently thought so. 
they must have. I don't think they would have been able to... <laughs> well, let's just say I think they liked it. I opened the door and heard them talking. Totally glad this happened and worked out. <sighs> Solid. Was gonna ask, though. Your friend from Chicago is coming next weekend, right? We were gonna four-way with him and his bottom bud he's bringing, right? Yeah, it'll be fun. Though, the guy you found tonight? <laughs> nice work. Josh will like him, too. He's about 15 minutes away. <sighs> I might try to pop another load in him before, hopefully. Josh is gonna take him over like he always does. Should he even be invited next week? My eyesight shot to red. I wanted to throw up. I could have fainted. The room spun, and I slid down the door onto the cold tile. I quickly reclosed the door quietly. I knew it. I fucking knew it. What happened next, I can only make excuses for, and is the last chapter in this fairy tale night. Turned to double agent, I can't wait to tell you how I handled both Gage and Trent, and then Josh. But that's enough for now. If you want to see these boys, full anonymity of course, head to Instagram and check out at oddboypod. If you want to message me, feel free. I love chatting, as you can tell. And if you want to reach out with thoughts on episodes, or have stories of your own, email me at oddboypod at gmail.com. We'll get you featured on here. I'll be waiting. Have a great week. And remember, always stay a little odd.